Welcome to the Leverage to Scale show. I'm Amber Vilhauer, founder and CEO of LeverageToScale.com, brought to you by NGNG Enterprises, standing for No Guts, No Glory. We work with purpose-driven business owners to develop their online platform and scale their influence. We believe that you have the opportunity to positively change the world one relationship at a time. Stick around to the end of the show in about 20 minutes and I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing marketing podcasts. Let's go. So today I have Jared Krause from buyingonlinebusinesses.com joining me. Jared, welcome. How are you today? I'm really good. Thanks for having me, Liz. Absolutely. Well, so start off by telling me a little bit about buyingonlinebusinesses.com. I feel like I might know what you do, but tell me about it in case I have misinterpreted. <laughs> sure. Uh, what what we, what I do is I teach people to buy online businesses, so specifically mm. website businesses, uh, not brick and mortar type businesses. Um, yeah, and I teach them to buy them and then scale them and grow them. And then as they ascend and, and wanting to get bigger and bigger and bigger, uh, we have different things that we can do with mastermind levels and stuff like that. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Is there a certain type of online business? Like, is it all e-commerce or are there other types of online businesses that you work with generally? Yeah. So I like to kind of categorize them into three main umbrellas, I guess. We've got content websites, which is mm -hmm. basically a website where people will publish a bunch of content uh, that people would like to consume. And that could be a blog. Uh, it could be a review website of different products. Uh, it could just be a joke website, any type of content that somebody would publish and how mm -hmm. they make money, how those sites are monetized is through affiliate links mm -hmm. uh, or you know, ads on the site. So they're, they're pretty common. The content type websites, my audience love those. They're sort of the beginner stage to get into. Uh, and then we do have the e-commerce uh, umbrella where you can have sell product distribute, like you can do it from your home, your garage, or you can do it from a warehouse um, with a team if you are big enough, or you can do it through an, a 3PL uh, like Amazon or mm -hmm. other third-party logistics um, yeah. And then we also have membership or SaaS type website businesses mm. where the businesses will have a bunch of content that will people will pay to get access to. Mm. Uh, and that could be similar to like Netflix, or it could be a service like an accounting software or some sort of software or tool that people may use for their business or for life. And they pay per month to use or, or annually. That's awesome. Probably as an entrepreneur, I don't know about you, but like I love to meet people who are doing all sorts of things. And I'm pretty convinced after the last 10 years of working with entrepreneurs in different areas that like you can literally make money doing anything on the internet. <laughs> it's crazy. It's so cool. There's, and yeah, so they're like, like you said, you can do anything, but you've got hybrids of these businesses as well. So you could have a SaaS business that might have some ads on it. Mm -hmm. uh, you could have like a, uh, a content website where you're selling some of your own products or it's cross between e-commerce and, and a bit of uh, affiliate marketing as well. And yeah, you can make money, you know, like I've sold things on, like we have a um, similar thing to you guys have in the States, Craigslist. We have this thing called Gumtree mm. uh, and just some surfboards that I wasn't using because I surf a lot. I had, mm. I sold three surfboards in like a week and I, I made a couple, a good couple hundred dollars and um, you know, you don't even need to have a business. Uh, yeah. It's pretty cool. 
Yeah. I think the one that did it for me when I realized like this is the era that we live in is um, I was putting together something for a client and I came across a crocheting, like a learn to crochet website. And it was not particularly pretty or anything mm. else, but like you could tell by the way she had monetized it that she was probably doing pretty well, <laughs> like between affiliate links and the advertising and everything else. Like I was like, well, this is it. You can, you can do anything. <laughs> Yeah, you can. And there's a real, real science and art to it as well. So Mm -hmm. say for example, that crochet site is that target audience that is viewing that site. They may, I don't know what it actually looked like, but they may be an older demographic and they're not looking for a technical type site or some, you know, fresh modern looking site. They may actually like the old school look. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's probably better to keep it that way. And the site may perform better with better ad revenues and, uh, better conversions from those affiliate links as well. And yeah. you, you can even get deeper and deeper into the SEO of it as too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very good. Well, so tell me, like, how did you get into buying online businesses? Yeah, uh, a, a long journey. Uh, I used to be a plumber. I used to be a construction plumber uh, on the Gold Coast here in Australia. And mm-hmm. I started working up my ranks uh, and started learning how to become a supervisor quite early. And mm-hmm. Eventually, I started running jobs and I really didn't like the levels of stress and levels of hours that I was working as well. Um, and I resorted to a lot of heavy partying and drinking and going down a route that I didn't like. Mm. Well, at the time, I was just covering up some stuff. And I basically quit my job, saved a bunch of money, quit my job, and I, I kind of ran away um, mm. and did a whole bunch of traveling over the last eight years, um, spent about four years overseas. And uh, realize on one of those trips was like, I don't want to come back with my tail between my legs and go back to plumbing. Um, and I, I realized I love traveling. I needed a goal. So I kind of thought, all right, how am I going to, you know, how do I keep traveling? I need to obviously make some money online somehow. <laughs> so I literally typed into Google how to travel the world and make money online. Um, <laughs> and that's where it started. I started my own website business as a travel blogger. Mm. Didn't make much, so much money. Uh, started my own e-commerce business. Didn't really know much about digital marketing at that time. And eventually I came to this stat that 90% of all startups fail. Mm. And I thought, well, I've learned so much about how to run these businesses. Why don't I go away and buy a business that's past that 90% failure rate mm. and run it and grow it and, and learn digital marketing as I grow, uh, which I did. So I bought one and I bought another and I bought another and, uh, you know, I was traveling around and a lot of people were saying, hey, how come you don't need to go home and, and or work? Uh, and a lot of people practically started begging me to teach me, teach them what I know. And that's how this started is, is you know, I've got the whole community and, and the mm-hmm. program and everything we do now. Um, so, yeah, that's the, that's the, how it eventuated. Nice. I mean, I do like to travel, so can I, I can I can relate to like, listen, what do I need to do to be able to stay on the road right now? <laughs> yeah, How, just give me an income behind mm-hmm. the laptop and I'm happy, yeah. And yeah. even like people that, uh, you know, my goal was to teach people to, you know, replace their income so they could travel, but I quickly found out that people just want to replace their income so they could spend more time with their loved ones and mm-hmm. their kids growing up. And I think that's just so important, like those you can't, you can always make more money, but you can't make more time. You can't buy more time. So I think that's the most important thing in life is really experiences with the people that you love and 
that's what my mission is, is to help people have more of those. Mm, absolutely. Well, tell me, I'm sure that the it's a wide range, but like, what do you see most people investing in? Like what, what are the sites doing in way of like monthly income for towards that replacement and kind of like, what do they go for? Yeah. So a a general rule of thumb at the moment, uh, the average ROI that you can achieve uh, of net profit per year is roughly around 20 to 30%. So if you say, for example, just sticking to, you know, easy numbers, easy mm-hmm. math. If you buy a hundred thousand dollar website business, roughly it'd be making around thirty thousand dollars a year. Okay, um, which is quite good. You know, uh, a lot of people are. You know, you can get financing in the states. You can get an SBA loan. I'm not sure if you mm-hmm. guys have heard of those um, government back loans, which some of my clients are doing. Uh, and yeah, you can buy for the same price. You can buy a house. You can buy a business and not need to work, which is quite cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so along the way, how long have you been traveling and uh, building websites and buying businesses? So I bought my first website business in 2014. Okay. And so what's that? That's six years. Six and years. yeah. And about a year and a half prior to that is I first started my, my own website business. And then I started another one quite quickly after that. Yeah. So okay. probably seven and a half, eight years. Yeah. yeah. So along the way, what were the hard moments? The hard moments were really learning digital marketing, really getting mm-hmm. traffic, really making sure I could work out how I could get people to my site and convert. Like that's that was really, really, really hard is, you know, I knew how to run the business, but I didn't know anything about digital marketing. And mm-hmm. so... Uh, I learned so much about sales and marketing. And as soon as I got great at sales and great at marketing, that's when things just took off. That's when things went so much, you know, smoother and easier because I understood like the most important thing for a a business in its infancy years or a startup phase or just an early business uh, is sales and marketing is, is absolutely key until you can hire those people who, can replace you or you can afford to hire a marketer and a sales team as well. Um, that was definitely probably one of the biggest struggles. Mm. <laughs> Being able to replace yourself is always that moment of like, yes, I don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, Over the last, yeah. Oh, since I've changed. Oh, so I used to have a, um, I used to have a, a, a marketing team and a, and a sales team. And I changed my whole business model, mm. and I used to um, I used to run both the marketing and the sales and and all that stuff. And and since changing the business model, it's it's revolutionary because you get to sit with your own thoughts. You get to mm. actually sit down. You get to create space, and that's I feel where the magic happens. And I like to schedule out big chunks of, I don't know if you see my couch back here, I just sit down there or lay down and I just have big chunks of thinking time and really go over like, what can I be doing better in the business? Um, And that's when things really change is when you're not working. I mean, everybody's heard this, you know, not working in the business, but you're working on the business. That's, Mm. that's revolutionary for sure. Absolutely. 
Did you have a teaching moment? Like you made a mistake, hired the wrong person, didn't delegate, something like that, that has been like crucial knowledge that you've moved forward with? Um, I have hired the wrong people for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, some uh, one person, you know, was telling me how, you know, what they were studying. They seemed really, really smart. And I thought, okay, cool. This person's got the right attitude. Mm. And I'd hired based on attitude, but the, it was really, I thought, you know, I, anybody that's got the right attitude, I can teach them anything. Mm. And this is what a lot of people say is that, you know, just hire based on attitude, hire based on energy, hire based on like their willingness to succeed mm. and you can teach them anything. And whilst that's true, yes, you can. It's, there's still a big chunk of time to get to that stage where they're competent enough. And that yeah. is, your time or the team's time that also costs money as well so i like to kind of have a happy medium uh, between skill and or skill and talent which can be taught Mm -hmm. yes but also attitude as well yeah yeah otherwise yeah it's it's a you can go down the road with training for a long long time and still (laughs) you know have people go well this is right for me or, or it just doesn't gel and uh, that was a mistake that I made with, with one of my hires or a few hires, I should say. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Um, so tell me what you guys have going on right now. Anything new, new projects that you have that you're working on at the moment? Um, I wouldn't say new projects. Uh, I have a competition happening. Um, I guess kind of a, a a bit of a JV with a partner that came on and said, Hey, like, I want to do some work on your site. Um, would you like to do a competition for your podcast listeners? Um, so we've done really well with our podcast. We've been ranked in the top three best passive income podcasts online um, nice. for the last two years now, uh, which is cool. And uh, so what we're doing with this competition is listeners can, uh, if they just leave a review, they can enter the competition. All you have to do is leave a review of the podcast and they can win some content upgrades. So if they either own a website or they're looking to buy a website business, there's a company called Content Refine that I'm working with that are going to give them some content upgrades, which will upgrade their content so it can you know, achieve a better ROI in terms of traffic and get ranked mm-hmm. higher on the search engines and you know, more traffic equals more sales. So That's um fun. Yeah, that's the goal. I guess that's that's one thing that we're, we're working on. We don't have any sales or anything that like that within our community. Um, what we do is we have people who normally people will come and listen to the podcast and see if they actually vibe with me and, and my style of teaching. Sometimes people do, sometimes they don't, and that's totally cool. You know, there's uh, different horses for different courses, and then then they'll move into the community and learn how to buy a website business. The main thing we do is teach them how to do due diligence so they don't go away and buy a lemon. what's the name of your podcast uh buying online businesses so just the buying online business podcast yeah nice okay well excellent so tell me about three to five years from now where do you see buying online businesses going so buying online businesses is going to stay the same obviously it's going to evolve to ensure our product gets better our service gets better we can get people better results uh, that's really really important uh, as that evolves uh, towards the end of this year and early next year we're opening up a fund a lot of people are reaching out with um, you know some amounts of cash and they're saying hey I don't want to learn how to buy a business and do all the due diligence 
that's a whole phase. And I also don't want to learn how to run an online business. Mm. Whereas I and my team know how to do this quite well. Uh, so we're looking and opening up some spots for some investors and, and, you know, building out a bit of a fund to buy a collection of businesses where people can invest in that fund. Um, so we can help people with the method of, of Bob, uh, where we teach them to go away and do it themselves, or if they don't, they can work with us and, and we can do it for them. So we've mm. kind of got both bases covered. I started with the community where people learn how to do due, due diligence and buy and build the sites themselves first, because I wanted to teach a man to fish rather than give a man a fish for one evening. I wanted to teach them to do it themselves. And then as they grow and buy a site, their kids, they can teach them their kids to do the mm-hmm. same thing as well. Um, and that flow on effect is is so much more powerful when sometimes people are happy to learn it. Mm. Well, tell me a little bit about your ideal client right now because you know it sounds like they need a little bit of like appetite to learn if they're coming in to do the buying, not the fund just yet. But who's your ideal client that you're working with right now? My ideal client is normally somebody with a job uh, <laughs> or and a, a decent income stream where they can save money or they have mm-hmm. some amount of money saved. Uh, that's That's quite a credential. That's pretty important. But also somebody that's committed, somebody is really committed to growth. Like business isn't a walk in the park, as you know, um, we have some, it's a really good person development growth tool or strategy. <laughs> I would say <laughs> it really, it really puts you into some, some hard positions. And so anybody that's committed and willing to go the distance and, and willing to, you know, challenge themselves, that's the biggest thing is I think anybody can really succeed as long as they've just got that full level of commitment where I've seen people that have, you know, just regular job uh, and they've come away and bought businesses and and really changed their life dramatically. Mm. But the only reason they did that and they had no skills in this online business space at all, no skills straight from a trade background like me, but they just had a full level of commitment. And that's my ideal client is somebody that's able to save money or has a little bit of money saved and willing to invest, but also willing to put in that commitment to, to learn how to do this and grow their business as well. Okay. Well, how can our community jump on board and support you in this vision? Sure. I think the best way to jump on board is, is check out the podcast. And if you like it, share that to some of your friends that may be interested in learning how to buy a website business Mm. so they can replace their income as well. Excellent. Well, Jared, thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me, Liz. I greatly appreciate it as well. Absolutely. much for listening to the Leverage to Scale show. If you are a purpose-driven business owner or professional who would like to have a global impact by being interviewed on our show, please visit leveragetoscale.com forward slash guest. Now, if you got something out of this interview, would you do me a favor and share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your favorite social network. If you do that, just be sure to tag us with a hashtag leverage to scale. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and pick one winner from each platform. What do you win? We are going to promote you and your business to all of our social media fans totally free. Next, if you thought this was a valuable use of your time, please support the show and give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. 
I believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. My name is Amber Vilhauer, and I thank you so much for your time. Let's connect on your favorite social channels. Thanks for listening. Thank you for being a part of the No Guts, No Glory movement.